You're listening to the God, God Life Culture, Culture Podcast, Podcast, where faith and what's trending collide. Welcome back to the latest episode of the God Life Culture Podcast. This is Eddie. What's up, everyone? This is Miguel, and we are so excited that you are tuned in for another episode of the God Life Culture Podcast. We want to say thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of our podcast. We're so grateful that you are choosing to listen to us today on your way to work, on your way to school, or if you're chilling at home. Um, we just want to say thank you again for uh, supporting our podcast. We want to remind you to take this moment right now to hit that subscribe button if you are not subscribed so you can be notified every time we drop a new episode. We are so thankful for all of our new listeners that keep coming along every week. We want to shout you out and just say thank you so much for choosing to listen to the God Life Culture Podcast. Eddie, how are you feeling today? Today, as always, it's a great day. Today in particular, I'm feeling a little silly. I think that there's a lot of behind-the-scenes things that happen um, that you, as our listeners, because we don't have any visual stuff happening at the moment, where you can see our behind-the-scenes stuff, are not aware of. So there's certain things that sometimes happen uh, that causes us to have to pivot and to like be creative on the spot and to you know do something else because we had something else in mind and you know it's just one of those things that just happen with anything you know you may be creating an event you may have a youth event going on you maybe had a preaching happening or a, uh, a class you were giving or something that you were going to do at home a dinner and then all of a sudden you know the cookies burnt or yeah. all of a sudden you know uh, the person that was bringing the main course got a flat tire so then you find yourself having to like pivot and try to figure it out uh so if you hear us a little or at least me i'm not going to speak for you uh being <laughs> a little silly uh it's because of that we're on that whole like uh pivoting mode um yeah. which i think is great because it creates authentic moments where we have no idea what we're going to say um we kind of do uh but it'll it'll be fun so yeah, i'm in that sure. i'm in that mindset yeah i feel you and i think uh you know one of the biggest things and i think we've spoken about this before is the idea of flexibility in whatever you do um there will be moments where again you will have a certain expectation a certain plan it will not work out as planned and in that moment you have the choice to crumble <laughs> right or uh you know rise up to the challenge and rise up to uh, the opportunity that's given and kill it yep. you know and sometimes it's those moments where it becomes um, you know, one of the most memorable moments or some of the most special moments that you have when, you know, the agendas are messed up, the schedule is off, the unexpected occurs, and you just have to rise up and do what, you know, you have to do. And like you said, I think it's a good skill to have, uh, you know, whether you're in ministry or just in your job and your personal life and your family life. You know, we can have a plan. We could have a schedule. We could have expectations and something will happen to throw that off. I mean, there is that verse in the Bible that says God plans, um, you know, man plans, um, God laughs, right? That mm -hmm. kind of a phrase. And it's just that idea that, you know what, we have our plans. We have our things that we want to do. And God sometimes just steps in and is like, my dude, that's not happening today, you know, <laughs> um, which opens up the conversation of, you know, it should we always kind of go back to that idea of, you know, uh, it wasn't in God's plan, right? Mm. Or are there moments where actually, 
you know, you just weren't in the right place at the right time or yeah. people weren't responsible, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They didn't come through on what they were supposed to do. Yeah. Um, and I think it's oftentimes easy to kind of, you know, throw it on God and say, you know, mm-hmm. God had a different plan. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I truly believe God's plan was for this to happen, but yeah. because, you know, you didn't show up or but because, you know, you weren't responsible and it didn't happen in yes. that way, you know, this is what you have to deal with right now yeah i think it's situational i think there are times where it's just like weird divine intervention or you really had all the intention and purposes in the world uh for something to come out a certain way and they just didn't and then other times it is it is negligence and quite possibly irresponsibility that falls in that same token as well um but i think it varies case by case because they're you know i can think of times where i'm like yeah i dropped the ball i, I should have been you know um paying more attention to whatever the situation was and then there's other times where i'm like i really there was nothing i can do it was a situation that was out of my control was out of my hands and you kind of got to roll with the punches. Yeah. And if anything, you know, these are moments where you learn and, you know, come up with ways and tactics and strategies to roll with the punches. Yeah. Right. Um, you know, I'm the type of person that if I'm doing something, you know, an experience definitely helps you with that. The more you experience something and the more involved you are in certain things, you kind of have those opportunities where you yes. have to learn, you know, and not because you're not in it, but because you're in it. Mm-hmm. You know, you're almost mm-hmm. forced to learn. Um, but, you know, I'm the type of person that will kind of sit back and think, OK, this does doesn't go the way I have planned, you know, what am I going to do? Mm. You know, I think back to just times where, you know, we were with how, and we would go to like different churches to do the mimes. And, you know, I would always have this idea like, okay, if the music stops, what do we do? Yeah. If the track doesn't work, what do we yep. do? If, you know, this happens, you know, if, if someone, you know, falls, like, how do mm. you, you know, how do you mm-hmm. navigate through that situation? When I do poetry, it's like, okay, what happens if I forget a line? Yeah. Like I always have in my mind, you know, this backup plan that's mm-hmm. just generic for anything. God yes. forbid I forget forget something this is what i'm going to say and start doing until i can get back on the beat and i think it's important to you know you don't want to think for the or plan for the worst right expect the worst but i really do think that it's wise to just you know plan ahead and think ahead and try to you know foresee potential problems and develop and create you know solutions that could solve those yeah i think critical thinking and problem solving is very important you know and it's a skill that not everybody has unfortunately right you know because i can think of times i, I had this when you were speaking about the whole how thing with the miming um i remember this one time we had a very big event um that we were also doing a mime at um and in the middle of it my need dislocated in the middle of the whole shebang and i don't know if you've ever had your need dislocate but no. that sucker hurts it like any emotion that you could have think of all hit you at the same time so you want to cry you want to yell you kind of want to laugh you kind of have to go to the bathroom it's like a whole like thing and it was like snapped out snapped in keep it moving <laughs> <laughs> and no one noticed no right. one noticed because you know some people have that ability to like just keep it going you know you see the same thing with certain athletes or like performers as well where they just have something just goes completely left and nobody noticed until the end of the performance um that oh man i can't believe that that happened uh, you know so that that is a skill um and maybe for some people even a gift that uh, that people have that others do not that there are people that they make a mistake or something goes wrong and they have a complete meltdown in front of everybody and have in Spanish, though, the word is uh, dissimular, like play it off. They do not have the ability to play it off. 
Yeah. And I think, you know, there's so many different routes you can go in when you're in a situation like that. You know, you can go the route, like you said, the snap in, snap, you know, snap out, snap in, yeah. you know, with your knee and kind of like keep it moving. And then there are moments where sometimes honesty is just the best response because <laughs> it's like, I don't know what else to do right now. Like I, as you were talking, I remember this moment where I was preaching in a church in Jersey and I remember... I had stepped away from like, you know, the the podium that they had. And as I was talking, I don't know how this happened. I don't like till this day, I don't get it. But my belt just snapped like <laughs> it just snapped open. Yeah. And it was like super obvious. Of I'm always wearing a jacket this yeah. day. I wasn't wearing a jacket or a sweater. So it just like my belt just goes like <laughs> and opens open. just in that moment. Yeah. And I'm like what do you do? Like yeah, there are yeah, people, yeah. you know, so I remember like kind of standing, you know, going back a little bit to the podium, but I had one hand and it was like, I needed both hands. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, how do I fix this? And in those moments, your mind and your brain is functioning at a level and going so fast mm -hmm. that it normally doesn't. I mm -hmm. mean, for me, I'm thinking of like all these different ways and you know, how I can get out of it, how I can fix this. Am I just going to stand behind the, you know, this podium the whole time and mm -hmm. not move and mm. be like still and stiff and i remember i was just like guys it was a youth thing so i kind of made it you know whatever like real laid back and i was like guys um i really don't know what else to do but i need to fix my belt so yeah. i'm gonna put this mic down and i'm you know you guys are gonna give me just one minute to situate myself and then we're gonna yeah, get right yeah. back into it and it created like this funny moment of just kind of you know i was super honest with them and just let yes. them know and then it was like okay the moment passed it's good it's gone they yeah. laughed and now i can keep going because yep. i wasn't gonna be able to keep going and talking yeah, knowing yeah. that this belt was just yes. open out and making noise and it's like it was a mess but like yeah. you said there's so many you know solutions and so many things that you come up with or try to come up with i mean there have been moments where i've caught like a leg cramp and i'm like oh like how like this is killing me this hurt and you you know in those moments too man you become real strong you become <laughs> real like you know what focused on what you have to do and what needs to yeah. be done but it's crazy yeah, it, it is. And I think it also it's just it's funny. There's so many yeah. different stories and experiences uh, that people can share about moments where things went completely left and they had to make it work. They figured it out. They made it work and they kept on, you know, moving forward. Um, speaking about someone trying to make a situation work, <laughs> you know, recently I stumbled upon on my feed. It just popped up this random clip of everybody knows who Kelly Clarkson is. Yeah. She's the first winner of American Idol. Uh, she is currently, I think, a judge on The, the Voice, Voice, a coach. Yep. A coach, they're not judging. A coach on The Voice. Um, she has her own show, The Kelly Clarkson Show, as well. And something happened. Um, she was interviewing uh, this, uh, this one of the, uh, I think he's like the lead singer or one of the musicians from Nirvana. Uh, um, his name is Dave. And um, she was going in on the lyrics of one of his songs. He has a song called Learn to Fly. Yeah. And she was speaking to him about the lyrics and how profound they are and how visual they are. And she was just going in because, and I know that feeling. <laughs> I know that mindset because we've done that. Right. Where we have, you know... <clears throat> excuse me, have been sharing information or like even when we had like guests on the podcast on the podcast where, you know, we speak about their music, we speak yeah. about the music videos, we speak about the visual, we speak about the message that we get from it and the intent. And we go on this whole rant. Right. And not to, you know, 
brag or anything, but we asked some good questions. And if you mm. go back to some of our episodes, you will hear our guests say things like, ooh, that's a good question. <laughs> or no one has ever asked me that before. Or wow, we're going there, you know? Yeah, yeah. So sometimes, <laughs> you know, it's you got to be ready. You got to be ready. Our guests. Yeah, yes. I think we need to start sending out disclaimers. <laughs> like, be ready because we'll ask you a question that's not very yep. generic. And, you know, that's a whole other subject. <laughs> But anywho, so she goes on this whole profound trip on the lyrics of the words and how visual they are. And she's like, you know, am I wrong? Like, tell me, you know, like, what what was the intention behind the song and what were you thinking? And the, and, uh, the, the guy responded to her, literally, it was about me wanting to learn how to fly a plane. And then she got up and, you know, she the whole she embarrassment yeah. and the laughing and the, all that stuff or whatever. And, you know, we've had experiences like that even on the pod to an extent as well, where we've asked certain questions uh, to, you know, certain artists. And, you know, we went down like a whole profound, like, oh, yeah, you know, what's the meaning behind, you know, you picking that flower or that this or that. that?" And they're like, yeah, it just sounded pretty. (laughs) It's like, okay, it just rhymed. (laughs) (laughs) And I think it's just funny because we literally like we'll go through lyrics and songs and we'll be like, you know, I wonder that that line is like really powerful, like really cool. Like, I wonder what the backstory is and I wonder where they got that from. Then we ask the question and it's like, oh, no, it just like you said, like it sounded nice. It fit or, you know, I don't know. It just came to mind. Like there really is no super mega deep, you know, reason why it was included. Yeah. You know, to the point where we've even had to edit their responses out and just edit out that question just because (laughs) at the end of the day (laughs) it doesn't look super good you know what i mean like i don't know as a creative person and you know people who do music and artistry and whatever i think that you are super intentional about what you do yeah so when you ask someone and you have a whole idea planned Mm -hmm. in your head and you have a whole thing that you're like i bet you this is what they were thinking and then they turn around and say no it just because it rhymed yeah i'm a little like "Mm." Mm. You know, I don't know if I can trust <laughs> mm. if I can trust you, you know, um, but definitely it's it's something that, you know, we've experienced. But I think even outside of this, just in general, um, we're all guilty of overanalyzing situations. Yes. We're all guilty of creating these narratives in our heads about mm. things. And then we're like confronted with the truth or we find out the truth or find out what's really happening or the real reason. And we're like, whoa, yeah. I was like going somewhere completely different. I had this yeah, whole yeah, different yeah. story in my head, you know? So it's just funny um, that she had that moment, you know, publicly in front of a whole lot of people. <laughs> yeah. You know, and it's funny because that just brought the most, random thought to my mind um (laughs) uh, but the the idea of people like jumping to conclusions and just like like coming up with a whole big narrative you know our church has a tradition where for people's birthdays they have them come to the front and they sing them happy birthday and all this stuff or whatever and they do like a whole big shebang make them feel great or whatever um and because of the whole pandemic panorama situation that's happening you know we if you're not doing anything where you're speaking or you need to be speaking you're kind of like masked up yeah so i went to the front they did the whole happy birthday thing of jig. highly embarrassed not, not embarrassed in a bad way but you don't know, like the attention like yeah, you get yeah. awkward oh, like what are you, you supposed to do with your hands are you supposed to clap to the song they're right. singing to you do you sing along with them even right. though they're just like that whole do they sing happy birthday to you listeners like in your church when it's your do birthday they? i know do right is that something birth- we only do <laughs> 
But anyway. <laughs> Anyways, the point is, I just need you to see the visual of it. Right? I have a mask on. You can't see my face. A whole shebang. And then I remember like a week or so later, you know, I was having a conversation with someone. And they brought up that day. They brought up the day with the the whole birthday thing. Right. And they were like, yeah, you know, you just look so sad that day or so like depressed. They like went on this whole narrative about uh, there was something wrong with me. Yeah. And, you know, they were trying to figure it out and they had me in their prayers or whatever and all that other stuff. And I'm like, what? I'm like, what are you? I'm like, y'all saying it happy birthday to me. Like, what do y'all want? Me? It's like when you're in the restaurant and the waiters come out with the cake all in flames. and singing. It's like, you don't know what to do. You sometimes, you know, you get all crazy. You start jumping right, up. Right. It depends on your personality. Yeah. There's some people that will get up and jump on the table and start, you know, jumping up and down and singing along with them. Other people get embarrassed. They get all flushed and red and all that other stuff. But to think that that person... Re- saw them and saw every she participated in the singing but thought <laughs> wow he looks so sad it's kind of like what narrative did you create in your mind to think that that was the situation yeah and luckily i clarified it because if not i think to this day she would still be thinking oh my god he was so depressed and it's like no like you were just right completely off mm-hmm. and i think that we even us sometimes you know will have situations like that where you make up a whole narrative in your mind about oh so it's so upset at me because they right. pass by and they breathe a certain way. Well, so-and-so is a ceremony because they usually give me a high five and a fist bump. But today, they only gave me a high five. Mm-hmm. And then you make this whole big thing up about how so- someone is feeling a certain way. And just like, oh, no, nah, it was just, I was I was distracted or I was on the go. I was this. But then you, yourself, that person, is holding these feelings of negativity for no reason because they created a whole narrative in their yeah. mind. Yeah, and like you said, I think we're all guilty of that at one point of making these assumptions, right? And telling us a certain story that is not true. Um, you know, and then it's like on the flip side, like you said, that individual approached you. Mm-hmm. You know, imagine the people who don't, mm-hmm. right? And those who make these assumptions and these, you know, narratives in their head and they never seek the clarity. You know, they kind of keep it to themselves. And, you know, I think that is one of the ways that people also, you know, contribute to like their own isolation and loneliness at times Mm -hmm. when they're made up stories and narratives and situations that are so not true um, become their reality. When Mm -hmm. in turn, it's like, you know, that individual really isn't thinking about that. You know what I mean? Like it's not, it's nothing personal. It was nothing about you. They actually didn't even see you. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And I think, um, you know, we just have to be careful not to allow those assumptions and those things that we tell ourselves, right. Um, you know, to hold us back and also what we think of others, right. Yeah. That it doesn't, um, you know, skew our judgment and make us think, you know, different of certain individuals. Mm-hmm. And if you really have a concern, then go to them, you know, yeah. and be like, you know, uh, this is what I know. Are you okay? Right. Or just like, just ask, like, mm-hmm. how's everything going? You know what I mean? Um, I think that that's something that we should all be doing anyway and just be careful about, you know, but that whole idea of, you know, creating these false narratives is something that, you know, we all do at one point. And I think it's one thing when we do it about ourselves, mm. you know, and then I think it's something completely different when we do that about other people, mm-hmm. you know, and um, it's that's that's a that's a crazy situation. It is. And I think that we also have to be aware, like able to once a clarification is done where maybe you did create a whole scenario, a whole narrative, a whole universe in your mind about what was going on. But then when someone is like, no, you're, you're kind of 
that's not it. Like you're you're not right or you're wrong or whatever. Being able to then accept that. Drop being, it. Drop it, basically. <laughs> yeah. Like being able to be like, you know what? I don't know. I just I was wrong. It's okay. I made a mistake. I even though I feel like I have all the proof in the world to show you that it's like, no, if the person said it, it's kind of like just drop it. Just let it go and then continue back to normal programming <laughs> like they do like you know the commercial we were turning back to the yeah. uh, normal programming um you know and being able to do that but i don't feel like everybody has that ability to to do that to also like learn to let it go learn to be like okay i just you know i assume something that it wasn't and it's okay yeah for sure again and i think that this is something that whatever field you're in and whatever you do is something that you can kind of take note of and and notice, you know, because I think um, even if you're an employer and you have, you know, your people that work for you, this is a good skill to have as mm -hmm. well. Just even the idea that we were talking before of just being prepared and having these backup plans. Um, sometimes, you know, it's we have these backup plans and these things that we kind of are expecting and get ready for because of the false narratives we develop yeah. in our minds. You know what I mean? Um, and it's like, you know, he didn't like his birthday last year. So next year we're not going to like do anything because mm -hmm. like, you know, it seemed like he doesn't like to be, you know, mm -hmm. have happy birthday sung to him. And it's like, <laughs> no, like, you know, that's not, that's not what, you know, what's happening. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But you know, I think again, it's something to, you know, take notice and something to, you know, to realize. And circling back to like how we were speaking before about the, you know, the whole Kelly Clarkson thing and like situation in which we've had ourselves, which is that we received like this profound message or this idea that we came up with in reference to something creative. Because it's not only music and lyrics. Sometimes you're looking at a music video. Sometimes you're yeah. looking at a performance. Sometimes an art piece or anything, you know. Um, and you get like this profound like, oh man, they must have thought this and this was a situation and experience they were going through and you go through this whole thing and then you and if somebody was to come to you and be like man you know when you put those lyrics together you know this is what i received is that what your you know is that what your intention was and your response to them is no it's just it just sounded cute i think that you should also then be able to take a moment to self-reflect and be like you know what i need to be a little bit more intentional with everything I put out there. Yeah. You know, especially if I'm putting something out there for other people to listen to, to consume, to be blessed by, to be lifted up. You know, you have to be self-aware in that area of creativity as well to understand that what we put out there, especially when we're speaking about things for the Lord, is we're planting seeds. God is using us to be gardeners, which we're planting seeds and we're throwing them out there, hoping that they fall on a fertile heart. You cannot throw a random seed that you don't even care if it lands on fertile ground. Yeah. Like it has to be intentional and purposeful in what you're doing, how you're doing it, the message, how you're presenting it, um, because the intention is for it to be impactful to others. And I think what winds up happening is, is that because of the grace of God and because God is so merciful, even though you could have given two cahoots about your word placement or whatever, God knows that that needed to bless somebody yeah so his grace and mercy was sufficient enough to cover that area in which you were kind of like slacking in to be able to bless somebody else but that should just serve you as a reminder to be like you know what? i gotta step my game up and make sure that i'm being intentional in everything that i'm doing yeah and i think you know for some people listening they may be like yeah but it's only a song lyric like it's you know or it's just it's the, or it's just this or it's just that <laughs> you know and i think um you know yeah it is just a song lyric but at the end of the day 
it should be intentional. You know, it is just one word, but at the end of the day, it should have meaning. Every yes. word matters. Every word counts. And you don't know, again, what that word or what that metaphor, what that line will do to the yep. listener, you know, who is hearing it. Yeah, you know, and that reminds me of is like, you know, when we choreograph and we're putting, you know, the the mimes and the, the, the production and stuff like that together. Yeah. You know, I am from the mindset that it has to be purposeful. Like, I'm, I'm not going to throw in a move in there just because, oh, it adds a cute creative flair. Like, you know, through everything, it's always purposeful. May that yeah. move bless somebody. May that move impact somebody. May that move, you know, convey the message in whatever it is that we're trying to convey to the people that are watching as well. So, you know, it's like you have to, and it sounds extra, and it sounds like OD and it sounds like anything you want to categorize it as. But that is, you know, a few weeks ago we were speaking about um, and I think we we're speaking about this with Ruth Rodriguez, the pastor from New Jersey, yeah. uh, about the idea of giving God your excellence. Mm -hmm. And to me, that is be giving God excellence, that in everything that you do in every move that you have control over every word that you can add to a song or whatever, that you make sure it's intentional and then it's not a throwaway. Because once you start adding throwaways, it becomes less and less excellent for God. Yeah, and I think that's what separates, you know, when you uh, hear music or when you see something or when you read something, that's what separates, you know, those um, you know, who have that lasting impact from those who's just kind of like eh, temporary. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? I truly believe that when an artist or a creative or an individual is purposeful and intentional with everything they do, you know, there are fruits that back that up. There's evidence of that, you know, and a lot of times I think, you know, and I, we're all guilty of this at a certain point where, you know, it's easier to just put in a certain word. It's easier to just do a certain thing. It's easier to just, you know, go in a certain direction. It's harder to sit back and try to think, Yeah. you know, of that perfect line, of that perfect rhyme. It's harder to sit back and think of that perfect movement, you know, the perfect metaphor, the perfect analogy to use in your preaching, mm -hmm. you know, the perfect icebreaker for a youth event. Like, it takes work to try to figure those things out, yeah. you know? So, again... That's what will separate something that is super successful and excellent from the things that are not, you know. And again, there are people who may ask you. There are individuals who may try to find out, like, you know, why did you say this a certain way? Why did you include that? Why did you use that analogy? You know, um, they may ask you, why did you, you know, that testimony, that story you said, is it true? Mm -hmm. And imagine if you're like, no, I actually just made it up for the preaching to kind of like give the point of the message yeah, of what I was no. trying to say. Imagine like that's crazy. I've actually met someone who did who does that. Like oh, they come up with these big analogies at the beginning of their, you know, preachings or teachings and it's fake. Mm -mm. And to them, it's like I'm just creating a story, but that's not how they're presenting it. Yeah, they're presenting no. it like they experienced yeah, it like life. this is yeah. real. And to them, I'm, I remember t telling them, like, you know, you need to come up with a different method <laughs> on how to reach people or either pray that God gives yeah, you no. experiences and some life lessons <laughs> to actually talk about. But, you know, again, you want to be genuine and authentic. And I really do think that people sense that. Yes. People sense it. People feel it with however they engage with your creativity and with your art. Yeah, no, that that reminds me of like all these like news reporters that have had it, you know, where they're, they're they've built careers off of like, oh, I was in Afghanistan and I was in the middle of a fight and there was a shootout and I saved somebody. And then years later, you come to find out that was all a lie. They made that up. 
And it's kind of like you building a career basically on this idea or this image that you're giving off, you know, whether let's say there was, there was a story that they made up about uh, addiction or something like that. So then you have all these people looking at you as someone who has surpassed addiction, who has beaten that demon, like all that stuff or whatever. And then when it comes out that it was a lie, the people that are struggling with that and looking at you as an example of someone who, you know, they did it, I can do it also are now like, oh, wait a minute. This dude was up in here lying. Like, that's all fake. Yeah, like, you know yeah. what I mean? And, you know, God is not someone who's going around telling fake stories. You yeah. know, when Jesus was here on earth, he wasn't going around, you know, saying, yeah, you know, because I was doing X, Y, and Z. Ha ha, I'm just playing. That didn't happen. Right. You know, like, that's not the method because I yeah. think that, you know, authenticity is important. And there is there is a way to, you know, say a story, but be clear. Like, it's just a story. This is not true. But don't give off the falsehood that what you're saying is true just because you want to sound more cool. I don't know. It's yeah. kind of like there in that in that sense, I see what that's doing is just feeding your ego. You're stroking your ego so that you look more creative, so you sound better, so that you are giving off a vibe that you're you have these experiences which you do not have just because you're trying to tap into something that's messed up. Yeah. So again, I think, you know, you can apply this to whatever situation you're in right now. Authenticity, being genuine, being purposeful, intentional is something that not only God sees, of course, but people see. People feel yeah. it. People sense it. They know and they can smell fakeness. They can smell when something's just put together random and um, it's not cool. You know, and I think, again, like you said earlier, as people who, you know, do things for God and are creative and with gifts that he has given us and we recognize that we want to give him our excellence and not cut corners, not take shortcuts. And I think those are ways in which we can definitely, you know, bring honor to him when we give him our all our excellence. And, you know, we're super intentional about everything that we do. Uh, so, you know, with that being said, we hope that you have learned something today. We hope that you were blessed by this conversation. We want to remind you to follow us on Facebook and on Instagram at God Life Culture Podcast. Hit that subscribe button. Follow us. Check out all our episodes. Catch up on episodes if you haven't. Um, listen to our season one episodes, our season two episodes. Go back wherever you listen to your podcast and check out those episodes yeah so thank you once again for tuning in to the latest episode of the guy life culture podcast that's god, god life culture. culture until next time see ya bye